Hello. Whoa. <laughs> we have had much technical difficulty over the past few weeks, but maybe we figured it out, question mark? Yeah, we are at least recording a short one today. <laughs> Look at it. You can hear both our voices. <laughs> We'd given up hope. <laughs> so we had stuff planned for... Um, the new year, but it's been quite some time <laughs> since the first <laughs> of the year. Um, so we may talk about some older stuff, some newer stuff um, in our short little 20 minute get back into it podcast. Yeah. So some topics for the new year that we had. Did you set any resolutions, Heidi? Um. I don't think I set specific ones. I don't know. I feel like I don't really do well with strict resolutions, but I think I like was trying to be like more kind of like following what I w- wanted, like what I'm feeling. Yeah. Like intuition and like, I don't know, like not holding myself back, like trying to listen like to myself. Like, do I want to do this thing tonight? Do I want I love that. And yeah, I think that's better than setting a resolution like, I'm going to do this. It's like, I'm going to listen to myself of like what I want to do and not not what I set this goal to be and not listen to my own wants and desires and like whatever. I just think resolutions in general are kind of like lame. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They've never been that great. I mean, I think, like, the New Year is a really... Uh, it is kind of naturally a nice time to reflect and, like, yeah. focus on what you want. But, I don't know, saying something like, I want to, like, practice piano three times a week for the next 52 weeks. It's so easy to fall off when you try to say something like that. Like, it never... Like, especially the weight loss ones that everybody yeah. does. It's like, dude, you'll see so many people join the gym in, like, January, February, and then by March it's all cleared they just, out like, again. just, like, fund the gym for the year and yeah. never go... <laughs> It's like so crazy. I don't know. I'm I'm not into it either, but I like that one. Um so I you for the new year. <laughs> me and my boyfriend are doing one year of no alcohol. So now that it's almost the end of January, it's been about a month. Um as of a week or two ago, I was like, "Oh, it's been easy and it hasn't been hard at all." And then the last week, I was struggling a little bit. There's like some habits, you know, like I usually have off work on Fridays. So Thursday nights, my kind of kind of like my Friday and I'm used to I work to like 715 and I'm used to like stopping on the way home and getting a bottle of wine. And then we would like drink wine, watch a movie and just kind of like chill out from the week. And I was driving home on Thursday and I was like wanting that so bad. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, like. I just popped into my head that I wanted a bottle of wine and then I was like, I can't have it. And then the whole thing sets in of like, it's not like I can have it next month or something. Yeah. It's like I can't have it, period. And I'm still searching for that taste of the red wine. I got to try that unsweetened cram- cranberry juice. I keep looking for it, but I'm never like in the right place. I always think of it. And when Do you I'm think at, like, that could work? I feel like Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. It's got to be it. like Whole Foods yeah. or something like that where they'd have like the unsweetened one and not just like the I ocean spray. Because I that randomly i don't know if i've ever had it to taste it and even know but it's gotta be close maybe if i mix that with like unsweetened beet juice or something like that weird maybe. mix like that bitter yet kind of yeah maybe i think subtly like the sweet. bitter with the subtle sweet is why 
I like. I feel like that would almost do it for me because I totally know what you mean with like craving the wine. Yeah, it's, it's not like the that, alcohol. It's, a it's separate the, from craving booze. Yeah, it's not like I'm wanting to get drunk. It's like I want the b- glass of red wine. Like I love the it's taste. It's like of a pleasure. It, it is. <laughs> <In itself>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So I got this alcohol-free wine off of Amazon. It's so nasty. So just PSA if you see. Oh, they aren't. Okay. I was just it's not ask good. about it's that. It's not good. Well, okay. It's not that it tastes like gross. It tastes like grape juice. Like it tastes so oh, it's just sweet, sweet and like not. And it's Cabernet. So the way that they do it is it's Cabernet Savant. They make the wine. That's like it's my full shit. actual wine. Okay. And then they pour it through some dis- filter, like a distilling process or something. And the alcohol is, quote, gently removed. Oh. So it was, like, actual wine, and then they take the alcohol out. But I didn't realize how much of the bite of wine is, like, from the alcohol part. Interesting. So, like, because it ferments from grape juice. Uh Uh-huh. And I guess the fermenting, like, is the alcohol. So when you take that out, it just goes back to grape juice, basically. Like, older okay, grape juice. okay. So that makes sense, sort of. Yeah, it's not So you're good. just paying a lot for grape juice. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was, like, looking in the back, I'm like, it's 10 grams of sugar, and it's not even good. And I was like, I'm not even going to drink this. That's sad. I know. They still have some alcohol-free, like, champagne and this stuff that's supposed to taste like whiskey that I want to try. Ooh. It's, like, bitters. I feel like that could be yeah, more that promising. Could be good, yeah, bitters are tasty. Yeah, it's like bitters and like vinegar and a few other things they mix in, and it's like a whiskey taste. Apparently, it has like high reviews. So this is so wild. I don't know if I've ever had non-alcoholic beer. Or well, even. I think the O'Doul's stuff probably tastes a lot like beer. I think. Oh, duels. I haven't had that. I mean, you know, like Heineken's all about their zero point zero percent. Alcohol? Yeah. What? Haven't you seen those commercials? No. I mean, they're still normal Heineken, but they... They have one that's like no alcohol Yeah, they have all these commercials where like the cop pulls them over because he's like drinking a beer and driving. Then he looks at it. He's like, look, it's zero. And the cop oh is God. like, it's because you're parking in a no parking zone. <laughs> I'm not talking about the beer. Yeah. Gosh, so yeah, let me just buy that and drive around with it just to like taunt police. Like, yeah. <laughs> like hopefully that's they'll smart. stop me. <laughs> um let's see oh and then um for the past few weeks no weed either so it's been a completely sober oh, few yeah. weeks for me um which has been harder than the no alcohol because just the no nothing is like kind of sucks but you know it is what it is um what else do you want to talk about I don't know. What did I write down? I mean, I Y'all, we wrote about- this stuff out like weeks ago. So bear with us as we try to breeze yeah. through these topics. <laughs> I oh. kind of wrote about like the idea of goals and stuff. Yeah. But then I was talking about your no drinking. Oh, and then like alternatives. Remember how you were making a list of like fun things to do that don't yes. involve drinking? So, so far on that list called alcohol-free fun <laughs> and pulling it up i have that the catahoula hotel in new orleans has mocktails like oh, very yes. good mocktails and then vegan sushi which sounded good too um and then there's the kava bar which we went to yes um which i wasn't familiar with kava but heidi was saying in portland like it was a th- been a thing for a while for kids that are underage and like want to drink but can't Pretend basically you're getting funky. yeah <laughs> 
Um, and then we have rock and bowl, just like, just like going bowling, like the fun shit you don't do when it's just so easy to go like drink with your friends instead. It's kind of cool to see the ways that it forces you to find like fun stuff, like stuff that's actually just fun in its own right. And then I have board game nights at like some place and karaoke, which may sound weird, but I'd rather do karaoke sober than drunk. So I feel like when I'm drunk, I'll make an ass of myself. Nina's like, that's a good point. I feel like when I'm sober, I would like pick a fun song and like, it, <laughs> I wouldn't be so ridiculous about it. I don't know. It'd be like more fun. Plus, you can get drunk on being sober. Yeah, I would say that, but because like your head is too clear. Yeah, like, and you told me, you said it stuck with me when you said being sober can be addictive too. Like, in a way, in a good way, I guess, but like you can really start to dig it. Like, it can feel really good. I love the amount of times that I've been driving home at night and I'll automatically be like, wait, do I have to call an Uber? Like, I'll think about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, no, I can always drive myself home. And oh, I'm yeah, always that's fine. a good point. And I never have to worry about, like, being pulled over or, like, you know, anything. Like, I'm like, oh, no, I'm never drunk. So You're it's like, never a good problem. one. I'm not, I don't even drink. And no, like, anxious days of, like, what did I say last night? It's like, I know hangovers. what I said, and I'm always, like, normal, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And no hangovers. I know, yeah. booze is, like... Ugh, it can be nasty. I'd rather all the other shit to it any day. Like, it just has so many negative parts. It's poison. It's poison. That's why it's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I dated this guy in college who, he did a lot of drugs. Like, he smoked weed a lot, but he did a lot of other, like, I don't know, psychedelics and, like, powders. Yeah. Stuff. But he would, he would tell, he told me once, because he was also kind of, like, spiritual and, I don't know, he was like researching about monks or something he's like i wonder what it'd be like if you dedicated your whole life to being like healthy and like meditating into getting to these mindsets from like pure sobriety and like you'd have your own high and he's like that must be like a crazy type of its own high but then i think you can definitely get there i think it takes a lot of work but i yeah i think you can get there and feel just as good except without the low like you'll have the high without the lows you know yeah and it yeah i mean it's kind of crazy because it like goes with the lifestyle so it's hard to just be like i'm gonna do that but also i have to go to work and like yeah very good point very good i mean point. i think you could do it on different levels too yeah you can't meditate eight, eight hours a day <laughs> i know um so this is random now and i'm gonna have to try to call back but i was having like weird nightmares before we um we're going to meet the first time when we had our technical difficulties. Um, and so one of them, they were all like, when I would wake up, I was so grateful that that shit wasn't true. Like it was the oh, kind of yeah. just like bad <laughs> things happening. Wake up. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that, that none of that's true. And so one was like, Rocco was very sick and I was like so sad and having to like treat Rocco's my dog. And I had to like treat him and was like kind of watching him deteriorate and i was like <laughs> so just like oh my god my little boy and then i woke up and i was like he's so healthy and fine <laughs> and i'm so happy <laughs> um but then the next night i had the craziest dream that i wanted to tell you about i had a nightmare that i had killed like seven people <laughs> oh my god but i didn't have like the memory of the act of killing them it was like all of a sudden I had killed these, like, I killed two people, 
And their bodies were, I was living in a different house and I had like a patio, like a back porch area. And I had killed two people and their bodies were just on my back porch and like they were rotting, like they were laid out and like, like this. They were laid out like, like this. <laughs> and they were all like um, brownish, like, um, you know, decaying. And I was like, I got to figure, I kept like going about <laughs> my day. And then I'll be like, I got to figure out like what I have to do with these bodies. Like <laughs> I have to figure out like, I, I can't just let this sit there forever. <laughs> and then I was thinking about it. And I was like, I really shouldn't have done that. Like, why did I do that? And I was thinking back and I was like, am I a bad person? And then I was like, well, there was that one guy like at the bus stop that I just like lost my mind a little bit. We got into an argument. I killed him. <laughs> and then there was You're that like woman, but she psycho. was like pushing me. And I was, every time I had like an excuse, I was like, well, I had good reasons every time. <laughs> And then I was adding it up and it was seven people. And I was like, when you think out like that, that really doesn't sound good. I was like, I think I might be like a bad person. <laughs> I was like going through this like conscious crisis about killing seven people. And then like my parents and other people kept stopping by my house without me knowing. And then my heart would drop. Like, did they see the bodies? But they all ended up just miraculously not going in my backyard. And then I was like, oh, phew. And what was interesting was I was thinking, I was like, I have to figure out how would I dispose of the bodies? And I thought it was interesting what my dream self decided would be <laughs> the best option. So first off, I was just realizing through my dream how stressful it was going to be. I was like, no matter where I put these bodies for the rest of my life, I'm going to be paranoid that someone's going to, like, find them, right? Like, no matter mm -hmm. what I do, I'm always going to wonder, like, are they going to dig them up one day or are they going to show up or whatever it is. So then I was like, I should keep them on my property. And then I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to dig a big hole in my backyard, bury them, and then plant a garden on top. And they're, like, decaying bodies will <laughs> be, like, compost uh -huh. and provide for the flowers. And then... This is, like, a wild nightmare Go dream. into the flowers and, like... <laughs> and I was, like, and then they'll just decay to bones. And no one will know until someone buys the house. But I'll just have to stay in the house for the rest of my life. Like, I'll never be able to move. And that'll be my biggest, like, thing. But that'll be fine. And that was it. And then I woke up. And then you were like, shit, man. <laughs> Wait, was this right after you had been, like, not drinking? What if your brain is, like... <laughs> like, going through... No, but it was right after I had stopped smoking weed, which always makes my dreams come back. Oh. So, like... Because apparently, like, weed... I think Joe Rogan's talked oh, about yeah, that I think with I've the Sober October. This. He's like, I was dreaming, like, crazy when I stopped the weed. Because I think... Yeah, so it could be that. I didn't yeah. Think that. I've, I've been having, like, weird vivid dreams but most of them have been like positive recently and i was wondering why but i don't know because i haven't i like I, it was like kind of since i was off antibiotics i don't know if that's related could be very much could i be. haven't been like drinking as much but i've still been drinking and smoking, yeah so jealous hashtag gel yeah um <laughs> but yeah that's my dream update the world is ending. I had written to talk about Australia. Our hearts go out to Australia, even though it's been a little more time. It's just very it's sad. Still dark. And now Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Yes. Sad. So as of today, Kobe Bryant has died in a helicopter. And he's crash. so young. So and I don't know. It's just crazy too. four kids. And we were talking about we're not even sure whether or not 
his daughter was there. It sounds like it was confirmed. I was looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. His oldest daughter, who apparently was like making waves and going to be probably a good female basketball player. Not that it would be less sad if she wasn't. Right. Right. Of course. But but it's just like all this life Mm -hmm. (laughs) unlived and it's just crazy. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I was I read that he like always has been a helicopter traveler. Like it's his private helicopter and he used to fly from Newport, California to the Staples Center to play. Really? Yeah, so I guess he likes to travel by helicopter. I wonder I would love to see statistics on if that is more dangerous in general than plane ra- crashes, like more dangerous than a plane ride. Maybe. Or a private jet. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like it probably is. Joe Rogan. So I small. think even smaller planes, it seems like those go oh. down more. Well, so. not just go down more, but like if they go down, you're dying. Yeah, Like a helicopter, if it a... crashes, there's no like extra space to pad. Like in a plane, a big plane is so big, like a commercial plane, that you could end up fine. You might not get the brunt of the impact. You know what I mean? If you yeah, sit. I don't know. I've had like weird flying anxieties that like oh, I get recently. so nervous too. So, but I, don't I think know. I think just thinking about space wise, it yeah, has to it be just... more dangerous than a helicopter. Because I mean, if a plane crashes, like the nose can hit, and you could be sitting in the back. And they just probably have a lot more like technology and precautions, things built in when it's like a big, as opposed to like a little yeah. helicopter so sad I don't know. though i think it says something about a fire with it i don't know so but sad yeah i just like can't imagine it's so crazy and then for some reason it like has me thinking about the afterlife <laughs> but i don't know why in particular because i'm like kobe bryant's like this i don't know like crazy talented person who's, yeah sometimes and, stuff just hits you and then it's like where is he now like what is he doing now like uh, where is he going What's, you know what i see like it, terrified or did it just happen i mean i, I don't know. know i always want to know that too but i think poor thing i think it, that whenever someone dies suddenly those thoughts can it makes you think about that a little more because it's like so sudden. It's not like someone died of old age or like knew it was coming. He was coming. like sick it's like or One something, second yeah. he's like fine and the next second he's dead. So like where does that life go that was just yeah, there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah, our hearts go out. Sadness and sadness. Um, we need some happiness too. Okay. We have about two minutes. Okay. <laughs> So, unless you have anything more important than this, because I don't have anything very important, but I had that I watched Midsummer, Midsommar. Oh, no. Yeah. Did I you wa- watch? I've seen that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a creepy movie. <laughs> yeah. And then I watched Light of My Life with Casey, Casey Affleck, which I would also recommend. It was... Um, He's a little, the little Affleck, huh? The little Affleck. <laughs> it was like a survival story where like this virus had wiped out most of the female population and his daughter was with him. So he had to pretend they dressed her up like a boy because oh. they're like trying to capture all the remaining females. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's good. It's a thriller. If you capture all the females, humanity is not going to last long. That's right. <laughs> well, I think they were using them to procreate oh. in not fun ways. That's why he's trying to. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. so okay, yeah, that's bad. I watched. So that's a not th- a happy note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say something terrible. I watched, but I don't know why. Say, say, say. But don't fuck with cats. Oh, I didn't finish it, but 
I don't know. That was a little too disturbing for me. What platform is that on? It's on Netflix. Yeah. So I if you're looking for something to really some like do. disturb you, there's Don't Fuck With Cats, there's Midsummer, and like Light of My Life. Yeah. And that's been it for depressing movies. What's <laughs> a good thing? Um, It was sunny yesterday. We had one day of sun. <laughs> oh, <this is laughs> oh, shit. Well, it sounds like our sound quality might be fucked now. So if you can hear us, we will talk at you next week. Yeah, we're going to figure podcast. our things out and yeah. get back. And I know that you can't wait for more. But you'll have to wait for next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.